0: Blog Talk Radio Cause got a gun Now who said he's a lover? Really he's a murderer? They gave it to you, to you, cause you, cause you asked me for it, baby. Thought i go soft, but I can't control it once i gun go off. Like pow, pow, cap, Hey. Now we chasing every skirt with a Barbie
1: bang. On some Nicky shit with the Minaj gang. Got you tight every time that Blackberry rang, but man, I have nothing to do with that. I just made you fall in love, 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 but you, but you, but you, you. And it started in the club, uh, club, uh, club, huh? Why, cause he had traits for you. You was so gone, took your and lay with you, play with you, feelings, but he's not feeling Now I may have a. Gun, but I'm no villain. No,
2: Cupid's got a gun. Cupid's got a gun. No, he's a
0: lover. He's a murderer.
2: I make hits, not the public. I tell the DJs what to play. Understand?
1: We understand. What's goody? It's your boy Hollywood. So
0: oh, what's going on with your girl
1: Judy Blue? Judy. Okay. So um, it's Hollywood and friends. Uh, Stacy, real quick. Um, it feels like my um, connection is not that great. So just let me know if I'm cutting in and out or not. But uh, what up? It's Hollywood and Friends. We here every Sunday. Uh, myself and Judy Blue over here. Be sure to follow us. Um, I am at I am Hollywood Instagram and all that. And Judy. Dot Blu and, all and follow that. our producer and all that and follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network Blu on Blue. Uh, let me tell you what we're gonna be talking about. Um, Kobe Kobe Bryant And Gianna Bryant His daughter there They were laid to rest In a private ceremony And the and, uh, info About the public memorial Has now been revealed We're going to talk about it uh, Snoop Dogg apologized To Gail King We're going to talk about that Also in LA The DA in um, LA County uh She um, is getting over 66,000 marijuana convictions overturned.
0: What?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. We're going to talk about it, what it means for the people.
0: This is LA? Next.
1: Yeah, LA, right now. Right now. Yeah. Start. But, um, and it's Black History Month, so it's um the third week for us. In terms of us talking about it, so I'm gonna give y'all some history about the, um, the month and all that. And we got what blows mine a little bit later. It's so a quick show. We say we gets under our skin, what irks our nerves. The number to call us up is 646 716 8544. You could chime in at any point throughout the show. Let's kick it off with the question of the day. Which I never have pulled right up. <laughs> if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Think hmm. long and hard, Judy Blue. I don't
0: know, cause I get trying to think real fast.
1: Well, you ain't gonna have a choice.
0: One so, one thing.
1: One thing. One
0: food. Maybe, a, maybe apple sauce. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's how much
1: I, I like apple sauce. Apple
0: sauce? So, yes, yeah, it's be so refreshing, especially when it's like cold. Let me think this are, through.
1: Are you, you going to be able to survive with applesauce? Can you live?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, right? <laughs> baby read it, but geez. Oh. yo, I can't remember the last time I've had apple sauce. I like apple <laughs> juice, but baby pizza. Okay. I love
0: pizza. Oh, baby pizza, but it gotta be good. It gotta be a good pizza. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of good okay.
1: Um, uh, a listener on Instagram agrees with you, says the same thing. Tiffany underscore and a bunch of other underscores. Uh pizza is what she said as well. Um uh for me I'm thinking like I think it'd be French fries.
0: What?
1: French fries.
0: French fries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be
1: fries.
0: Yeah, I don't you know like what french
1: kind fries. of nutrients I'm gonna get out of that, but I think it's fresh fries.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> um, Stacy, our producer said yeah. it's tacos for her. That would be the one food she could eat. Okay. <clears throat> I just went to this spot yesterday. Speaking of tacos, and got this,
0: this so good ass burrito. I wanna know soft shell or hard shell because if it's soft shell you can always turn up tacos into nachos. So. <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: it's, if it's hard shell.
0: I mean, yeah, if it's hard well yeah, that's what I mean. If it's hard shell you can turn it into nachos. And you can always yeah. like mix them back. That's
1: two for one, right. Switch it up.
0: So you can separate it. Good job, Stacey. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Um, um. What else?
1: Who else? Any more comments? Um, not right now. And I, I will. We'll get back to more of the comments as we go on throughout the show. So oh, let's okay. get into Kobe Bryant and Gigi. So. so- we already um, We've been waiting For more info Regarding the public memorial We only knew the date Which was uh, February 24th And oh, now Kobe the Bryant. info Yeah The info has you're officially been up. released And and it's funny Because I actually think you're the one <laughs> up. The
0: connection is
2: terrible right now <laughs> The connection um, so, is terrible I,
1: didn't hear anything you said. I don't know. Let's, uh, Stacey, who is it? My, my connection or is it Judy connection? Who, who's. Is, uh, Judy, is your connection? Can't be. Because I'm just sitting you said, still. You said can't be? Yeah, I'm sitting as in my. But let's. Uh, uh, Kobe and Gigi. So the memorial has been announced that it's going to be on the 24th. So the info has been released and it's going to be a lottery, similar to how it was with uh, Nipsey Hussle's funeral. You still have to go through Ticketmaster to get the tickets. But the difference with Kobe's memorial is the tickets cost. There's a price. Yeah, there's a price on the tickets. And they range from $24.02 for the very top in honor of Kobe and Gigi's number to $224 to be a little closer down. Um... So it's
0: three...
1: What? I'm sorry, it's, it's definitely breaking up. I couldn't hear you. I
0: said
1: how much? It's ranging from two twenty-four dollars 02 for the very top to uh, $224. Wow. Well, you, so, is
0: the money going again?
1: The money is actually going to a charity, Mamba and Mambasita um, Sports Foundation. That's where the proceeds is going to go to. And it's going to be a very limited amount of seats because Staples Center only holds 20,000 people. Um, TMZ is reporting over 88 thousand people have already registered to attend. So this is how it goes down. you got to register first by tomorrow. Monday's the deadline. And then once you register, you'll be given a code. And then you use that code on Tuesday or Wednesday when the actual tickets become available to purchase. So most of the seats are going to be held for, you know, his Celebrity friends, the NF, I mean, the NBA, uh, many of the teams and the coaches and their families. So, you know, it's a lot of teams, there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of family. So, that's going to take up a lot of tickets for the public. So, it's going to be even more limited than the Nipsey Hustles uh, Memorial. And it's already only 20000 So, that lottery is going to be real. Glenn. um especially with over eighty eight thousand people already have registered, so what you think about this?
0: I think that I mean, it's fair. I think it's fair I want to, say to think about it. I'm just surprised that they're charging tickets like that, but this is going to a foundation. I think it's
1: fit. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: I want the, the
1: celebrities to pay. Right, right. They should pay too. For sure.
0: Right. Since you're taking up the yeah. spot.
1: Facts. I definitely was a little thrown at first when I heard that they were charging. I was like, "What?" But right. then like you said, the the fact that it's going to the the foundation and it's going to keep the ball rolling. Um, right. I think is it's for a good cause. Um, right. I don't know who's gonna pay the two hundred and something though. Like as a as a fan, real fan, real like,
0: fans. That people because that at really the end be? of the
1: day, it's a memorial. Like Kobe and Gigi, um, unlike the Aretha funeral or. Other people where they were actually, the body was actually there. It was actually their funeral you were attending. This is more so just a memorial. So it, it'll just be their pictures up. And then, of course, they'll have like performances and, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of yeah, like. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And
0: it's, it's like his last event. You know what I'm saying? His last event yeah. with friends, family there. I, I totally understand charging boy, You know, I I, I feel like it's, it's a good cause.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like I said, you said, bro, you said you don't know who would pay for that, but there's people out there, real hardcore fans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People that are devastated by this, people that probably couldn't even, you know how these fans get? Yeah. Fans. No So I wouldn't be
1: surprised No I definitely understand I was just saying in terms of um, The bodies not actually being there In terms of You wanting to be closer For you know Usually it's for that reason In a sense right. Um. So that's what I was uh, Really uh, Referring to but Yeah so Good luck To everybody Who is Planning to Attend If you can't attend It is going to stream On um February 24th At 10am It'll probably be on Every network But I know for sure ABC is covering it So There it is There you have it I still feel they could have Held it at like The other The football arena Like they were Um there were rumors about Because I think it could have held Like they would have Made more money For the foundation And you would have Filled more people in But I guess The Staples Center Is significant Because you know That's where the Lakers Played That's where he Played for 20 years So I get it I get it Alright let's move on To uh, Snoop Dogg And Gale. Uh You know when Kobe passed Everybody was feeling away Heartbroken and uh, Gail did an interview with Lisa Leslie, one of Kobe's best friends, and uh, people were upset at how she handled a particular question in the interview. We spoke about this uh, last week, and I think it was the week before too. But where she basically was asking about the Kobe's past and uh, that uh, the rape case that he had that was dismissed and. It seemed like she was pushing the issue with Lisa, yada, yada. So Snoop Dogg, among many other people, was tight. And Snoop Dogg went on his Instagram and posted a video and basically threatened. And it's threatened, Gail yeah. and called out her name, called her a bitch, all this wild stuff. So he's now apologized. Have you heard his apology? No. All right, so let's play his apology, and then I want to get with you what you think about it afterwards. This is Snoop Dogg, on his Instagram, apologizing to Gail King.
2: All coming at you live and with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, got to fix it. So with that being said, Gail King. I probably tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions and me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you won't. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day.
1: There you go. So he even extended an olive branch for them to sit down and talk. What you think about his apology? It
0: sounds like his mother made him apologize. <laughs> I don't care if he apologized He still said it
1: so It don't matter What I said He said what he said That's it I think I think as a, um, I think it's definitely set a good example Cause you know At the time he meant it And I think they said the video was still up I haven't checked on his uh, Instagram But I think the original threatening video I think is still up there Normally people would delete it You know it apologize and delete it But it's how See, he felt right. in the moment But I do Feel that it's a good thing that he apologized It shows that he, admit, he Admits he's wrong And he got like he right. said he got a lot of people That's looking up to him a lot of younger people And it's to set an example like When you do something that you That is out of line or disrespectful That you got to be right. meaning to apologize So I think it was a, a good Good thing Right. Uh, Gail, Gail King accepted apology, and she took uh, responsibility for how to interview and went down and the reaction she's getting from it. She said, "I accept the apology and understand the raw emotions caused by this tragic act, by this tragic loss." She said, "As a journalist, it is sometimes challenging to balance doing my job with the emotions and feelings." During difficult times, I don't I don't always get it perfect, but I'm constantly striving to do it with compassion and integrity. So, it's all good in the neighborhood.
0: So good.
1: So good. It's good. Right. Move on. Keep it. Keep it pushing. Uh, Listeners said They both work For Viacom uh, CBS Etc So probably mm-hmm. Was requested What Yeah It could be Like the whole Apology And you know Hey that's what I'm saying Yeah so Nonetheless Who
0: convinced Them or what Convinced him? But well, he said What he said Fuck that <laughs>
1: yeah man so um, speaking still staying on the, um, Kobe thing before we move on um, I mentioned that him and Gigi were both they had a private Vanessa and the family had a private funeral for them on um, last Friday and they there were no cameras it was just the family and like his close friends which how it should be nobody even knew about it until like Days later, that's how tight lipped it was, which is rare, especially in social media days. You somebody would always be in their stories or something, tweeted it something. So that just goes to show the respect that they have and wanted to keep for the family. So that's dope.
3: And it's being
1: reported that they are buried at um, this Memorial Park in Corona del Mar in Cali and they say that is one of the most expensive um, family plots that you can buy at the um, burial ground right. and like almost a half a million dollars is what's being reported is how much this plot cost 450000 and it's like a private thing it got like a wall built around it with a gate Yeah. and it's uh-huh. like all by itself so um, yeah it's, it's, it's worth it and it's at the very top of the hill of the um, burial ground so good luck though That's
2: nice. um,
0: yeah
1: all right, so let's move on to the L.A. Uh, County DA and how she is going, um, looking to dismiss nearly 66,000 marijuana convictions. Her name is Jackie 56, Lacey. 66,000? And some of them 66, dates.
0: 000.
1: Some of them date all the way back to like nineteen sixty one, I think it's that. Yeah, nineteen sixty
0: one. The Teach and Chong era?
1: <laughs> the teach and chong era. Jeez. Um uh, they say of the total about sixty two thousand were felony cannabis convictions. Um, thirty seven hundred were misdemeanor possession convictions. Um and they were in different cities like LA County LA County like Burbank Pasadena Inglewood Santa Monica so uh, I actually got a clip from the press conference that uh, Jackie Lacey did when she explained more about the process and what it means for the people so let's listen to that and we'll talk on the other side
3: California voters decriminalized certain cannabis activities for adults with the passage of Prop 64. At the same time, voters directed California prosecutors to review and reduce felony convictions for cultivation, sales, transport, and possession for sale of cannabis to misdemeanors. It was a daunting task. The sheer volume was immense. Some records dated back decades, but in Los Angeles County we were determined. Today we're poised to fulfill the will of the voters and more. Rather than just reduce those charges in accordance with the law, I've instructed my deputy district attorneys to ask the court to dismiss all eligible cannabis-related convictions. I also took the will of the voters one step further. I expanded the criteria to go above and beyond the parameters of the law to ensure that many more people would benefit from this historic moment in time. In Los Angeles County, if you have a cannabis-related conviction and you are 50 years and older, I am seeking to dismiss your conviction. In Los Angeles County, if you have a cannabis-related conviction and have not been convicted of any new crime in the past 10 years, I am seeking to dismiss your conviction. And in Los Angeles County, if you have a cannabis related conviction and have successfully completed probation, I am seeking to dismiss your conviction. Finally, if in Los Angeles County, you have a cannabis related conviction and you're 21 years or younger, I am seeking to dismiss your conviction. In addition, I'm seeking the dismissal of approximately 3,700 misdemeanor cannabis convictions on behalf of my office and the 10 cities that prosecute their own misdemeanor cases. The dismissal of tens of thousands of old cannabis-related convictions in Los Angeles will bring a much-needed relief to communities of color that disproportionately suffered the unjust consequences of our nation's drug laws. I'm privileged to be part of a system dedicated to finding innovative solutions and implementing meaningful criminal justice reform that gives all people the support they need to build the life they deserve.
1: There you have it, Jackie Lacey. It's a good look. What you think about this?
0: That's so dope. I think it's so yeah. dope. Um, 50 years old is still young enough to do some shit. But you know what? It's so crazy is that. You know, a lot of times People get locked up are uh, innocent, <clears throat> Have some bullshit Conviction And they're subjected to the the Prison system Right? And then yeah. become a whole different type of monster You know These people probably didn't do anything Because it it's uh, so minor And they got put in a position To where now they're In jail but. Criminals, real criminals, you know what I'm saying, real murderers, real rapists, real scammers, you know what I'm saying, having to defend right. themselves or, you know what I'm saying, maybe being plotted on and having to, you know, do certain things to just survive. And, and it's so crazy because you go in there, innocent person, and come out a whole different type of, you know, look at Khalifa police, what happened to him. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: It,
0: yep. He was never the same after that. Never. And he was innocent.
2: Yeah.
1: He
0: became mentally disturbed after that to the point where he took his own life. Yeah. So, yeah, you could erase my conviction, but you're never going to give me the time back that I, that I had, that I have missed. You're never going to Give me my sanity back, the way it was before I got convicted, just because of some weed that everybody smoked.
1: Yeah, exactly. Non-violent right. offenses, like right. Just and there's another thing, blood, like you
0: put people in there with blood. nonviolent offenses. Right, Non-violent offenses, whether it's coke, crack, weed next to murderers, racists. Like, that's crazy. (laughs)
1: Word. Let's add that in there. Yeah, it's Take my
0: conviction away, but you can never give me my sanity back.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We've all known, like, uh, throughout the years that it was more than... It wasn't just the fact that it was um, marijuana. I don't even think it was because they that it was, like, such a bad thing. I think the the country, the government was just upset that they couldn't get their peace.
2: Right, they right. Couldn't,
1: they couldn't get their, their parts, and so now they found the way to tax it, and now they're making it illegal, um, legal in a lot of places, and still not right. everywhere yet, but it is good to know that in the places where it is legal, they are trying to make waves to get these cases overturned, or stop locking people up for it Right Shit is crazy So yeah Um. Uh, in addition to what she said in that clip She also said if you have a record uh, You don't have to worry about even going through And having it sealed Uh, She said we're making a motion to seal it Because we realize that's the issue So like when you go and apply for a job or you go with a plot for housing and your record comes up um, like even though they've expunged it they still might not give them help so they're gonna seal it too so that's a, another plus
0: that's dope yeah but do I get my sanity back
2: though
0: man? <laughs> <laughs> my innocence back though Lord
1: knows what so, goes on in those just... true so uh, for anyone who wants to know if your case is being cleared you can contact the uh, LA County Public Defender's Office they established the hotline 323-760-6763 so you can see if yours is part of that list Um. Uh, Let's get it to a song. That's dope, though. Not
0: yet, not yet.
1: Not yet. No. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> well, we only got one more thing to uh, to discuss. So, um, it's Black History Month, and uh, for the third week that we've been on the doing the show in this month, I've been trying to
2: shine a light on a bop Pop pop
1: some black history So this week I want to shine a light on how February Even became black history month A lot of people may not know How it even Came about So Um
0: I'm curious I was to know. about
1: Yeah uh Carter G. Woodson is the person who started uh, Black History Month, and it started as a week, and then it expanded to be a month. So, it was around 1964. I want to say that... No, no, no. I'm bugging. It was way earlier than that. So, In the early 20th century, um, Carter G. Woodson, he earned a master's degree at the University of Chicago and a Ph.D. from Harvard. And he witnessed while in school how black people were underrepresented in, like, books and conversations. Um, So in 1915, him and this other guy named Jesse E. Moreland founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History and the organization organization will promote studying Black history and the discipline as a discipline, and then celebrate the accomplishments of African Americans. So he said, if um, if race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes negli- negligible in the thought of the world, and it stands in the danger of being exterminated. So in 1926. Him and the Association for Study of African American Life and History founded Negro History Week and their goal then was to bring attention to his mission and to help schools coordinate their focus on the topic. It was originally the second week of February and he chose that week because it um, it was around the time of Frederick Frederick Douglass' birthday which is on Valentine's Day and um, Abraham Lincoln's birthday which is on Uh, February 12th So this week Once it was founded It spread Quickly Um, And it became like This big demand for it in the teaching world And black history clubs And this newfound Understanding of black culture and literature Was spreading among the middle class So the idea Expanded from a week to a month a uh, few uh decades later.
0: Oh that's so dope.
1: Now we have Black History month. So Yeah, so I never do that. That's just Carter Godwin Woodson. He
0: uh Carter.
1: Yeah, Carter Carter. That shot's the Carter. So that's how black history moves. Uh, um one other thing I want to talk about regarding black history, and this is more current, but it is historic, and there's a black news channel. And this is all black. Everything you got is the black um, anchors, is black stories, everything, and it's based in uh, Tallahassee, and it just launched worldwide last Monday, and it was founded by J.C. Watts Jr. and Bob Brilliant. So the BNC Black News Network represents the African American community in mainstream media. The network plans to target unique challenges facing urban communities and the quote-unquote image gap that exists today between the negative black stereotypes in the media, in the media so the reason why the guy CEO Bob brilliant launched it he said he traveled around the country participating in interviews serving on panels And sharing BNC's mission and commitment to telling the more complete story of the African-American, African-American community. There's a growing interest and anticipation about the BNC, as well as the powerful level of excitement about our launch. She said we will shed more light on the stories that demonstrate our commonality rather than those that highlight our differences. And they're going to be neutral. He said we're not looking to be Republican or Democrat. But there will be current affairs, but we are culturally specific to the African-American community. He said MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, they may have African-American faces on their news shows, but they are not necessarily covering the community from a cultural perspective. So it's going to be available on Spectrum, Xfinity, x one Platform and dish networks and then later on it'll be coming to Sling Vizio Smart TVs and Roku it'll have a reach of over a hundred million customers and they're partnering with HBCUs to offer internships and training opportunities for the next generation of aspiring young journalists but that's dope what you think about this? All black news network, you lost Judy. I think we lost her. All right, so let's get into a song real quick while we get uh Judy back connected. When we come back, we're gonna have a uh, blows.
0: Uh,
2: my. I'm muted, I
0: was muted. Oh. I said, rooting for everything black.
1: Facts. Facts. So, yeah, that's us to the BNC, Black News uh, Channel. They're going to have a, a kickoff at uh, Florida AM University on February 21st. So, that's happening. happening.
2: It's happening.
1: Uh, should we do a song? Or you want to just go into what blows? Uh, nah,
0: go to your song. Because you thirsty.
1: Nah, I'm really, I'm really, nah, I'm trying to like <laughs> give you time to do what you got. Because you do. thirsty. Nah, don't
0: worry about me. You good? Don't worry about me. Don't, <laughs> don't worry, worry about, about it, you sweetheart. What happened there? Don't worry about it, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm sure we'll see him again soon. I'm good over here. All right, so let's get don't ready to get I'm into what blows him. Mind It's the part of the show we say right. we get our skin, what irks our nerves. Let's get that theme music popping. 67168544. Four. Press one right now, right now, right now. Yo, random before we get into this, I just had the ill thought because my connection was about to end. Like it was like while the uh what blows mind theme song was going on. Uh-huh. It was like my end it was cutting out crazy. I was like, yo, I think this shit about to drop. <laughs> so I it it made me think about the um you remember that Martin episode? where Gina was coming up to be a co-host on his radio show. Yeah. And how excited she was and he left he left her alone and (laughs) (laughs) and how frazzled she was when um (laughs) The people was like calling in and stuff. I don't know why. I just had that whole shit play out in my mind. Just now, like, yo, if this call, what, what's gonna happen at this call drive right now?
2: That's hilarious. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, so, you want to kick it off?
0: What blows my? Yeah, what blows my? Day in and twenty
1: twenty.
0: Mmm. Day and it's ended only in and Like
1: Twenty
0: first century, huh? <laughs>
1: Right. I said we only uh seven weeks. <laughs> I'm over it. Yes.
0: It's constantly bad day after bad day. <laughs> like, I'll just be looking at them like...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Hell day.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I'll just be looking at them like... You know what blows mine? When you have to go pick somebody up, like, when you, like, being a female and I drive, like, I'm not, I'm not with that. I'm not even trying yeah. to be bougie or nothing like that, but I don't think that I should have to pick you up. Because if <laughs> I pick you up, that means that I to drop you off, too. Uh-huh. And then people be having the nerve to be like, yeah, where we going, someplace close? Cause you ain't got no car. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't I cannot I guess I, can I guess not.
1: Can it Can it be um, Considered a, a Trade off Like in a sense Like I pay for the date what? You come pick me up No, no not... Hell
0: no That shit is a turn off
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah
1: That shit is some bum shit to me Like it's a turn off I can't But look it. In the defense of the the many, many men without a car, what would you expect the men to do who don't own a vehicle?
0: Take a damn Uber. Meet me there. Meet me there. Okay. Meet me there. I'll meet you there. That's understandable.
1: That's understandable.
0: Well, however you get there is your business, and however I get there is mine. Meet me there.
1: That's understandable. Why you don't suggest that?
0: Come on, cuz, like, it's just, it's disgusting.
1: That's not a bad idea. That's,
0: that's I hate good. it. Like, I just can't. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I'm just over
1: it. <laughs> we'll blow um, what blows yours? What blows mine is politicians. Um, okay. Bloomberg, to be exact, is <laughs> blowing mine right now. You know he's running for president, right? So what's right. blowing my mind about it is the fact that he is pandering like a motherfucker um, to get the black vote, and it's it's kind of it's literally blowing my mind that before he even announced his uh, presidency, run, he went on and apologized for the whole stop and frisk thing that he was an advocate right. for. He started. What? And was champion for years And then right before He's running for president He's like I messed up In front of a black church or wherever he was I know the audience was black And I should have been to this I apologize for that and It's like okay alright And so then that right. was one thing right? right Too late that was one thing So now fast forward to today These ads he's running Like I heard one the other day on the radio Where he's Um, talking about all of his accomplishments and all of this, and then goes to say, none of this would have been possible if I was born black. And then goes to say like all of the disadvantages that we have in this country as black people. And now he wants to recognize this all of a sudden. And, And then, that's two, right? Third strike for me is the latest ad that he's running that is incorporating okay. um, President Obama and almost making it seem like Obama's endorsing him. Because he I said is
0: that.
1: he's using these clips from when Obama was president and when they had to work together because he was the mayor for New York, they had to work together on various things. And yeah, y'all worked together well. He had good things to say about you as president, as mayor, as president talking about the mayor. And you, you're running uh-huh. these clips, and it's making it sound like he's endorsing you right now. And it's like, right.
0: really? Man?
1: And I don't I know. That. I, I don't know if people stand Obama to Obama can't but be
0: endorsing him.
1: He's not. I not yet. I, don't, I wouldn't
0: believe that. I Obama couldn't said believe he that. will
1: endorse whoever gets on the ticket because you know he wants to get Trump out of that office too. But right now, he's not endorsing anyone publicly. And you're misleading right. people by posting these um these ads. And then you're a billionaire, so you're staying in our faces because you're spending like I don't even know how much money on ads. You cannot blink right. an eye without seeing a, a Bloomberg ad. And it's great. Do your thing, you got the money to do it. But stop trying to like panda. Like you don't care like that. Stop fronting.
0: I was just telling my daughter that these politicians are always focused on the black vote. That's like the go-to for them. Focusing on the black vote, and they try to use us just to get it. That's crazy. Anything they could to convince us that they they the one.
1: Nuts. I don't even know who. I okay. I'm I'm not even um sure who I who I care for. I don't even have like right. a candidate that I'm like really like caring like pushing like um. <laughs> damn, <man. laughs> it's
0: disgusting. Um,
1: I think that's all I got. You got anything else?
0: Nah, not today. I gotta start writing them down, because you know I'd be so mad. <laughs> throughout the week, but <laughs> Sunday, I'll be like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm blank.
0: When it's my time to vent, Nah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> oh man! I know oh, we man. need
0: another damn Walmart in New York. I know that.
1: I mean, at <laughs> least that one is closer to you, right? It's, it don't take you. It can't take well, you that long to get there.
0: Today I went to the no, today I went to the Walmart and Green Acres Mall. And oh, okay. it was so packed in there. They told me they open at ten. We get there at ten and a bunch of motherfuckers in the parking lot, are like, Hello, where these people come from <laughs> Some more lines well, lie. Somebody lie
1: Yeah, I'm surprised Somebody there lied. aren't more Walmarts. Like people love Walmart and like they're building yes. more and more targets. There's one. I don't know what's up. We
0: got a Walmart by me, but it's like a little bit further up state. state.
1: Mm. I've only ever been to one, and I don't know if that's the Green Acres one or the other one, but the one we went to together, that's the only one I've ever been to.
0: The one we went to? Yeah.
1: Like around um, oh, Black Friday, a few years ago.
0: That was Green Acres, yeah. That was Green Acres. Yeah,
1: that's the only one I.
0: Yeah. That's like the only one around. It's annoying. Anyway, that's it, puppy. We out.
1: Nah, see, Right. So. Um. It's. <laughs> uh In the last cup of alcohol. In the meantime, in between time, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Email us, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Hollywood and Friends. Judy Blue, where they can find you.
0: You can find me at Blue on Instagram here every Sunday at the same time. And you can uh, catch us. On YouTube, check out our challenges, Hollywood videos on Hampton Blue, right? Right. <laughs> and that's it. Don't look for me nowhere
1: else. <laughs> uh, follow me at <laughs> I Am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at I Am Hollywood, and follow our producer Stacey at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram, BLU on Blue. I see it right like Judy Blue. Yeah. That's it Enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday um, See y'all next week Thanks for listening Feliz
0: Navidad Thank you for being a friend oh, oh, oh yeah down the road
2: and Back Hey pain. So we started from the bottom Now we're here girl. It's Oh yeah This is my butt right here hallelujah